The L.A. Clippers have had a major injury problem throughout their history and especially the last couple of years since acquiring Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. And load management, resting, has been a big topic of discussion league-wide, but of course in Clippers circles. And with the NBA instituting new policies on resting, how does that affect the L.A. Clippers? Going to be talking about that on today's Locked On Clippers. You are Locked On Clippers, your daily Los Angeles Clippers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, sir. You are locking in with the Clips. Thank you for making Locked On Clippers the first listen of your day, your team every day. I'm your host, Darn Vaziri, born and raised in Los Angeles and going into my 19th season as a Clipper fan this fall. You can also follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Dime Dropper Pod and subscribe to my own YouTube channel, Dime Dropper, for even more LA Clipper, LA sports, and NBA content. And Locked On Clippers, free and available on all your favorite podcast platforms, including YouTube, where I want you to let me know what you think of the new rules that are set to be accepted by the competition committee on Wednesday to go through about resting stars and load management and whatnot. I'm going to talk about that and how it affects the Clippers. But before I do that, this episode is brought to you by Jace. Jace provides five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use. And all it takes to get a Jace case is to fill out a simple online form. And in some cases, just jump on a quick call with one of the board-certified physicians. Get ongoing care from our physicians on any treatment-related questions. Doctor created, doctor recommended. That's Jace. But let's talk about the new rule. Or rules, should I say. So Adrian Wojner Woj <laughs> reports on Monday, it came out, that the NBA is expected to pass more stringent rules and punishments to limit the resting of star players for nationally televised and in-season tournament games and instances of multiple all-stars sitting out individual regular season games. Sources told ESPN. So, what does that mean? You might be wondering, what is a star defined as? The NBA is defining a star player as someone who's made the all-star or all-NBA teams in any of the three previous seasons, sources said. So, Kawhi Leonard and Paul George would qualify for that. Russell Westbrook, however, would not. But he doesn't rest anyway. So, the NBA is going to be incorporating a fine system $100,000 for the first offense, $250,000 for the second offense, and $1 million for more than two offenses. What are offenses, you might ask? Well, first of all, my initial reaction to hearing this news is that I'm very happy. As someone that you all know, as listeners of this show, doesn't like the load management. And besides the Kawhi back-to-backs, I'm very public about the fact that I think that if you can play... 
you got to give it your best shot. If you're 90% or more, you got to give it your best shot. And I know very well that it's not the players that are making all the decisions. You have guys with data, medical professionals, all the cooks in the kitchen like we've talked about so many times. The medical team's taking precautionary measures and holding out stars in certain games. Mind you, it doesn't happen to other players. It's just the big money makers, the stars. And you might be saying, well, that's because they carry the most weight. I don't fully believe that they necessarily try the hardest and cover the most ground. Uh, I think someone like Ivica Zubats, who played 76 games or whatnot, I don't know, I have the number off the top of my head, but 70 plus games and is playing, anchoring the defense, banging at the center position every single night. I think it's hard to compare Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, even when they play. Yes, they carry such a big weight offensively, but missing all those games that they do miss. It's hard for me to say, you know, why doesn't Ivica Zubats deserve a little load management? He's not a star. So it's really just for the stars, and it's because they're the big money makers, and you want to protect your million-dollar investments now, or your $50 million investments, I should say. But here's the thing. The reason why I'm so against it is because I believe that the way the Clippers do it, being so on the side of precaution... There's just no way you can build a good regular season like this because you'll be on a four-game winning streak and then all of a sudden it's load management time for Kawhi on a back-to-back and your winning streak gets killed. Now you've lost a little momentum. Then there's an actual injury. Now when there's an actual injury to Paul George and Kawhi's on load management, then one of those games we don't have either. And so then it becomes very difficult to work around that. And that's part of why people say they want James Harden. But here's the thing. In the playoffs, in the playoffs, we need Kawhi Leonard and Paul George to be healthy, but we also need the team to be going in there with good vibes and rhythm, playing together healthy. Not playing with, oh, you know, Kawhi was out, so James Harden played great tonight, but all four of them have only played a combined 15 games going into the playoffs when we're playing against a team like Denver. That's just not going to win, in my opinion. That's not a winning formula. You need to kind of build a little bit of continuity, and I just believe if we add James Harden, it might be hard to do that. And we don't need to rock the boat so much. Let's start this season with these guys and hope that they can stay healthy. But as a medical staff and as a franchise, with everyone saying that they need to take the regular season more seriously, one of them is that when Paul George and Kawhi Leonard can play besides the Kawhi back-to-backs thing, they got to play. They got to play. Because otherwise the Clippers are just not going to build regular season habits. And for what? So you can rest and then eventually just get injured again like last season? I don't think so. I think they got to go out there and try their best to get on the court. Now, the new rules. Let's start with the first one. Teams must manage their roster to ensure that no more than one star player is unavailable for the same game. That's actually great news for the Clippers because that means that we won't have any of those games where we're just punting, which is a word I absolutely hate in basketball that's been coined now for when teams load load manage basically everybody and you're essentially saying, I'm okay with losing that game. The Clippers did it this season against the Cavs on the road. They also did it against the Jazz one time on the road. So... It, that game is just a waste of time for the fans, truly. It really, Unless they just want to see young players at the end of the bench that won't get playing time even when everyone's healthy to get some reps and want to see how they do. But in terms of the win and loss 
part of the game, it's a waste of time for the fans when your team punts. And I think this is prevent. And also, who from League Pass scrolling around from another city wants to watch that game? Not many people. And casual fans damn sure ain't watching that game on an illegal stream. Although if you are a casual fan, would you be watching on an illegal stream? Probably not. But anyways, moral of the story, that rule actually does help the Clippers because it makes it so that there's less games that they're punting, quote-unquote. And when Kawhi Leonard's out for load management, even if it's a back-to-back, we know we got to let have Paul George play if he's healthy. And that's great. And here's the thing. Paul George wants to play when he's healthy. He really does. He doesn't really load manage like that. There are times where he's come back from an injury and the, and the franchise load manages him, the medical team, says he can't play on a back-to-back or whatnot. But when he's ready to go healthy, he plays every game. And I really admire him for that. So Paul George won't be able to sit games on a back-to-back when he's feeling pretty good, and Kawhi is as well. That is good news for the Clips. Now, the next one. Teams must ensure that star players are available for national television and in-season tournament games. Now, does that include NBA TV? One, And two, in-season tournament, okay. So that answers my question about if teams are going to load manage guys for that in-season tournament because they don't want to go too hard, maybe don't want to get an extra game and go to Vegas and do all that. That'll be potentially high stakes because you're playing for money and you're playing in a new gimmick that Adam Silver's introduced to pique fan interest and to get fans excited about the regular season again. All these things, the 65-game minimum for the awards, now this news coming out, And the in-season tournament, this is Adam Silver admitting that he doesn't think the regular season product is good enough, even though he went and said the league doesn't have a load management problem because it's not hurting viewership, it's not hurting our pockets, but now he's doing all this. So very contradictory. Of course, the NBA, even with David Stern, always had their fishy moments for sure. But it's good to see that star players are going to be available for nationally televised games because there were so many nationally televised games that I watched last season or that I didn't watch last season, I should say, because I'm just like, I'm not learning anything about these teams fully healthy. I've seen, I know how good some of these guys are. I'd rather do something else, maybe go hang out with a friend or something. Like, it wasn't a marquee matchup with the stars playing on national TV, like I grew up watching on Thursday nights on TNT or on Saturday, or should I say Sunday afternoons on ABC. It wasn't that very often. So I think that's a good thing, absolutely a good thing to ensure that star players. Are available for those are available for those nationally televised games. Then another one: teams must maintain a balance between the number of one-game absences for a star player in home games and road games, with a preference for those absences to happen in home games. So that's a conversation we've had over the years with load management. If you're going to load manage, load manage them at home instead of when fans are only getting to see them once or twice a season and potentially paying more to see that player. And of course, remember this. Rule is only for stars, people that were All-NBA or All-Star for any of the past three seasons. So so from the 2020-21 season to the previous season that just happened, 2022-23. Now, as far as that rule, eh, doesn't really affect us much. That's a decent rule. And then teams must refrain from any long-term shutdown or near shutdown when a star player stops participating in games or plays in a materially reduced role in circumstances affecting the integrity of the game. That is, when I think of that, or when I hear that, I think of resting players at the end of the season when you've clinched a playoff spot or something like that. That is 
Or what about Anthony Davis with the Pelicans? That was a near shutdown where they played him half the game and then took him out. I guess that can apply as well. But I think of the resting towards the end of the season when your team has already clinched the playoff spot or whatnot. And I don't know if I like that rule. Because I like when I think when teams get a high seed, they get the privilege to rest towards the end of the season. To not get hurt. Why should they keep risking their bodies when they've already done what they need to do? So that's my opinion on that. But coming up, I'm going to be talking about the big loophole to all this and why it really doesn't change much for me at all. Going to be talking about that coming up. You've got to be prepared in any situation that you're in. And that's why Jace is where you need to find everything that you need in case of an emergency. The Jace case provides five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use. There could be a time where you're playing sports or even you're eating something, you get an allergic reaction or something happens to someone you love with regards to health and you wanna be prepared at all times. Everyone should be empowered to take care of themselves and their loved ones during the unexpected. That's why Jace Medical offers the Jace case. The Jace case provides five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use and gives you a peace of mind so that you're not just hoping that you have access to medication in an emergency. Jace Medical makes sure you have the medication in hand. Jace Medical is simple. They handle everything from the online evaluation to licensed pharmacy medication delivery and ongoing consultation and care. Don't get caught unprepared. Save more than $360 by getting these life-saving antibiotics with Jace Medical plus an additional $20 off by using code LOCKEDON at checkout on jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com promo code locked on. All right, so it's time to talk about the loophole in all this. But before I do that, the last bullet point I want to read of this article is that teams must ensure that healthy players resting for a game are present and visible to fans. So let me just repeat that. Teams must ensure that healthy players resting for a game are present and visible to fans. So if you think this rule means they're going to prevent resting, they're going to prevent load management, it does not. They're saying it right there. Even if you're healthy and you're resting, you just got to be on the bench so the fans can wave to you or see you there. And what difference does it make? You're still not preventing the resting part of it. So you're just basically saying you don't want multiple guys being load managed at once to the point where you're punting. I like that rule. And I think it's a pretty good rule. But here's the thing. The loophole is when teams report injury management instead of load management or sore knee, sore ankle. What can the NBA do to question that, really? Are they going to go investigate each team's medical report and go into the organization and find out? Because they could have a pre-existing injury that they could play through, absolutely, but their knee might be a little sore might be in their best interest to maybe not overwork that knee. But in 2015, he would have played. How can the league find out about that when you're labeling it as injury management or soreness 
I think that's the loophole. I think that's the loophole that they won't be able to prevent. And as they, as I just read, it's not like they're going to clamp down on resting entirely. Teams are going to find a way around it. Now, there's going to be injuries throughout the season. That's just the unfortunate truth. I'm not saying to the Clippers, but league-wide, to Stars. You're going to have players out. And when you have one player load managing and resting, and then another guy that, that is actually injured, and then you can load manage other role players because this rule only applies to stars, then you can still have punting right then and there. So I don't know how much it will change. Hopefully it does. But I think what really is the change and what actually is the bigger rule change is the 65-game minimum to be eligible for All-NBA or an NBA award. Because that not only affects paychecks when it comes to all NBA, which I have, I don't necessarily agree with that the media should vote on how much somebody in the NBA gets paid, but it is what it is. And then you have, yeah, I said all NBA, and then you just have guys that have pride to go for those awards, you know, that want to play that those sixty five games. Do I think Paul George and Kawhi Leonard are going to play those sixty five games? I hope one of them does, but I don't think it's going to be because they're going for an award. I think it's just because they know they need to be on the court more and they've got to make it their job. And I know they're doing it. I know they're doing it, obviously. But to be healthy as much as they can and just be available more often, whatever that means for their bodies and their regiment and whatnot, their diet even, even though a lot of the stuff that happens on the court in regards to their injuries are just freak accidents in the heat of the battle. But as professional athletes, they... Only ex- when you're that great, like Paul George and Kawhi are, you only know excellence. And Kawhi Leonard, from all the pictures we've seen, the Clipper, you know, social media accounts are posting a good amount of Kawhi, which is a great sign. He looks way slimmer. He looks way slimmer. And I really like that. I remember thinking to myself when everybody was commenting on how swole Kawhi looked and how he would look like the Incredible Hulk and he just looked like an absolute tank in the preseason pictures last year at this time i was like i don't know why Kawhi Leonard necessarily bulked up though because he was already such a tank when he first came to the clippers it's not like he's as skinny as his san antonio days he was already a tank and the league is moving more towards cutting and trimming down for certain guys certain guys that are as big as Kawhi, trimming down so they can you know play a little bit faster and it's a fast-paced era now and this is more like it from Kawhi, seeing him slim down. I'm excited to see if it looks better on the court in terms of maybe having a quicker first step again, just moving a little bit better, elevating a little more, a little more elevation on the jump shot, not just at the rim. We'll see. We'll see, but it's a really good sign. I think it's going to do him well. But the main moral of the story here is that there's a real loophole, and that's injury management, labeling things as soreness for players who are coming off injuries. It's hard for the league to question that. And again, when a guy's actually injured and then you're resting another one of your star players, now you have no stars playing, and you're back to fans being disinterested in that particular game. So as far as the Clippers, they have another loophole. That Steve Ballmer does not care about those fines. That's chump change to him. That's a donut. At Randy's for Steve Ballmer, that was $250,000 fine. So it doesn't really matter to him either. If the Clippers think that the load management is the best way to the extreme, like last season is the best way to go, then that's the way to go. That, oh, I'm sorry, that's what's going to happen. And Steve Ballmer is going to take those fines. But coming up, I'm going to be talking about the main issue if the Clippers do continue that way and what certain fans, in my opinion, 
are not realizing about the regular season process for the Clips. Going to be talking about that coming up. I got to tell you a little something about FanDuel. Get ready for the NFL season. It's kicked off. My Rams are 1-0. That's right, undefeated with a win at the Seahawks. With incredible offers from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers can bet $5 and get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Plus, all customers who bet $5 will get $100 off NFL Sunday ticket from YouTube and YouTube TV. Now is the best time to join FanDuel. The app is easy to use, and you can bet on everything from spreads to player props and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and kick off the NFL season with an offer you won't want to miss. FanDuel, official partner of the National Football League. All right. So to close out, I want to talk about what I think the issue is. People don't realize. People get so caught up in media and people like myself talking about oh it's load management oh he's actually hurt oh it's sore he you know the medical staff knows what they're doing you shouldn't be questioning this oh these guys just are refusing to play so many different sides of the coin here's the the thing that can't be argued Kawhi Leonard and Paul George are not available enough for the Clippers to be great or haven't been available enough for the Clippers to truly be great the last couple of seasons. That's a fact. Whether it's load management, resting, or actual injuries, chronic knee problems, whatever it may be, the fact of the matter is there is an availability issue with Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. If your two stars are not available consistently, no matter if you add James Harden or not, and let's stop with this myth that... Kawhi Leonard and Paul George got hurt because they were getting overworked. They were not getting overworked. It was freak accidents. They didn't even they don't even practice according to Paul George himself in terms of 5 on 5 contact full speed. They don't even practice enough according to him. And he by the way the Clippers are not the only team that said that. So don't think that's just the Clippers that don't practice. The Warriors have said it. The Celtics have said it. Spencer Dinwiddie said it. It's a league-wide thing. It goes into the whole load management thing. They want to save them for the games. They don't want them to get injured in practice going super, super hard. It makes sense in that regard. So Paul George and Kawhi, I mean, Paul George, it happened on a rebound. It wasn't because he was overworked. So this idea of bringing in Harden to increase their workload to hope that they don't get injured, I don't agree with that logic at all. I think if you're so worried about Kawhi and Paul getting hurt, then it doesn't matter if Harden's here or not. Here's the thing. The whole conversation of why it's so hard to predict where the Clippers are going to rank in the West next year and where the, what record they're going to get is because of the health concerns of Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. What people aren't understanding, they're so busy arguing, oh, well, Kawhi's only missed 30 games, Kevin Durant missed more, and this and that, LeBron and AD have barely played more. It doesn't matter because let's just forget about other teams for a sec. Kawhi Leonard and Paul George didn't play 60 games, neither of them last season, right? They didn't play 60 games the previous season because Kawhi obviously tore his ACL, so he missed the whole year. Paul George missed 51 games. Last season in the playoffs, by game three, we had neither of them playing. I attended a home game with neither of them playing. Our best two players were Russ and Norman Powell. LeBron and AD, for all the games they missed in the regular season, they played in all the playoff games. Kevin Durant and Devin Booker played in all the playoff games. 
So stop comparing us to everyone else. We are clearly... There's a reason why the Clippers are viewed in the way that they are. Kawhi Leonard, his regiment of playing in one of the two games of back-to-backs in that 2018-19 season that he won the championship in with Toronto, that load management was coined because of that. So, of course, people are going to associate load management and that, you know, like the Clippers were the thumbnail for a lot of the articles when that news broke about this rule. And I don't understand the complaints from Clipper fans so much. Like, rightfully so. It's so hard for them to stay healthy regardless of, or, you know, it just feels like they don't play that much compared to, you know, what I grew up watching. And I'm not even old. It's my 19th season going into being a Clipper fan. I'm talking, and I we went through Chris Paul and Blake who were injured all the time. But man, what we'd give for 60 games. Back in the day, I got mad at Chris Paul for only playing 60 games. Now I'd give anything if we got Kawhi for 60. If we got Kawhi for 60, we're winning at least 40. So the main issue, ladies and gentlemen, Clipper Nation, is that we can take our feelings out of it and disagree and whatever with the whole load management conversation. That doesn't matter. The fact of the matter is Kawhi and Paul miss a lot of games, postseason or regular season, whether it's because they got injured or because they're resting or the medical staff is being precautionary or the players don't want to risk it. Whatever it may be, they're not playing. And the thing that people don't realize is that in itself It's so hard to win a championship this way. And that's why a lot of people are talking blow it up because there's so many concerns. But hopefully, fingers crossed, this is the year where the basketball gods say, you know what, I'm not going to be mean to the Clippers and I'm going to have all my power transferred into preventing Kawhi Leonard and Paul George from getting hurt. And then we'll see what this team is really made of for once. For once. In the Tai Lu era. And it's year four. But I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to bringing you content all season long here on Locked On Clips. And that is what I'm going to be doing. So you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Dime Dropper Pod. Subscribe to my own YouTube channel, Dime Dropper, for even more LA Clipper and NBA content. Locked On Clippers, you got to subscribe. you got to hit the notification bell. Tell all your fellow Clipper fans. When you hit the notification bell, that means you know every single time we post a video... The only five-day-a-week Clipper podcast hosted by yours truly. Going to give you everything I got for my second full season doing this thing. Or should I just say second season doing this thing? Because I didn't do any half seasons or anything like that. So second season doing this thing. Let me know what you think in the comment section about the rules instituted or that are going to be instituted on Wednesday and what I said about the whole conversation in regards to the Clippers. I don't think it really changes that much. We'll s- I think... All the things in regard to the Clippers and load management and how much the players are going to play and, you know, risk it when they're not feeling a thousand percent, a hundred percent, that's all going to be down to the approach of the franchise and the organization and the team and players themselves. It's going to be all down to that. It's not about these rules and whatnot. If Kawhi Leonard and Paul George want to really give it a go, they'll give it a go. If it's worth giving it a go, they'll give it a go. I don't want to even talk about this injury stuff anymore. So hard not to, though, because everything related to the Clippers is about this conversation, and rightfully so. But I think I just really hope Paul and Kawhi, besides the Kawhi back to backs thing, they can play every chance they get, and hopefully they stay healthy and we get 60 plus games. Because there's going to be little injuries here and there. That's going to happen to everyone. But missing three games here and there, four games, but you're still healthy for the rest. That's what my fingers are crossed for. The age old proverb continues go 
Clippers.